welcome to episode three of the Tifton Talks podcast. As I'm still ramping up what this podcast will eventually be, I'm going to most likely produce a couple more episodes that just cover some news tidbits, maybe cover some of the conversations happening in the Tifton Talks Facebook group and and so forth. Now for a bit of housekeeping, I'd like to draw your attention to tiftontalks.com. I'm rebuilding the Tifton Talks website as well as implementing the Tifton Talks Community Discussion Forum. The purpose of the website will be to share news articles and other information where I personally feel it's easier to consume than posting it on Facebook. I'll be completely honest with you. I do not like Facebook. Now, in the good old days, before it became the corporate juggernaut that it is today, it was fun. It was informative. And it was the idea of social media. That's what it was supposed to be about, but it's no longer that. However, I realize that many folks still flock to Facebook, so there's no concern that the Tifton Talks Facebook group is going anywhere anytime soon. But I'm building the site and the community forum, hoping that we can eventually shift the conversations to it. We're not going to abandon Facebook, but I do think it will eventually abandon us. I also have a Discord server for Tifton Talks. Now, if you don't know what that is, you're probably over the age of 50. I'm not being ageist here. I'm just being logical. Discord started out as a communication medium for gamers, but has morphed into something so much more. It is frequently used by the younger crowd. And again, not being ageist, but I'm a Gen Xer, and I'm on a handful of Discord communities. If you wish to join and check it out, visit TiftonTalks.com, scroll down toward the bottom of the page. You'll see the blue Discord square on the right side of that page. That will take you to where you can create and log in to the Tifton Talks Discord server. Now, I don't expect to get a lot of people hanging out in there, but it's there if you'd like to. All right. I think that wraps up the housekeeping bit. In today's digital age, your online privacy is under constant threat. Hackers, data snoopers, and even your own internet service provider can track your every move, leaving your personal information exposed. But fear not. There's a powerful shield that can safeguard your digital life, and that is Private Internet Access. Private Internet Access VPN is your ultimate privacy solution. With just a single click, you can encrypt your internet connection, making your online activities completely anonymous. Hackers will hit a dead end. Data snoops will see only encrypted gibberish. And even your ISP won't be able to track your every move. But that's not all. Private Internet Access VPN also allows you to virtually travel the world, choose from their vast network of servers in different countries, and experience the internet as if you were there. Whether you're streaming your favorite shows, accessing blocked websites, or simply safeguarding your sensitive information, PIA is your trusted companion. Don't compromise on your digital privacy any longer. Join the millions who've already taken control of their online experience with private internet access. Use the affiliate link at tiftontalks.com PIA and get 30 days free. That's tiftontalks.com slash PIA to unlock the power of online privacy today. Private internet access. Your privacy. Your rules. Now on to the main topic. Recently, Donald Trump was indicted for the fourth time, amassing 91 charges to date. Of course, everyone has an opinion on this issue, and they have an opinion on the man himself. For the Tifton Talks Facebook group, when I was creating the rules, I decided against banning political posts because I wanted 
everyone to be able to discuss local politics and to some degree state and national politics. And I think it's good to have open and honest conversations about these issues. A user in the group started posting some articles about Trump's latest indictment along with other links to articles, even David Pakman's show where Jesse Dollimore was guest hosting. And by the way, Jesse has his own YouTube channel, so if Pacman is kind of your cup of tea, then Jesse probably will be as well. It seems there were a slew of posts in the group that could be viewed, though I think inaccurately, as liberal anti-Trump posts. You, of course, are welcome to form your own opinions on that matter. So, another poster tossed their hat in the ring with a Trump 2024 campaign-style image. And this made me start to consider whether I should implement a rule against political post or not. So, if you're listening to this podcast and you saw this and were actually part of the, I believe, 66 or so comments, then you'll recognize the following. Quote, I appreciate everyone has an opinion on what's been going on in the political arena in regard to Trump, etc., I appreciate that we can all get very passionate about politics. As I don't have a rule for this group that prevents political posts, all that I ask is we continue to be kind and courteous to each other, no matter which side of the political fence we each land on. I know I have very strong opinions on this subject, which I have not shared in this group and probably will not. But if we can't act like adults, I will institute a no-politics rule. Hopefully, I won't have to. Thank you. End quote. Loss of mercy. I think I stepped away for lunch or something, and when I came back, I probably had more notifications in Facebook than I have ever had. Ever. 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 Digging through the comments, I soon realized, again, just how passionate people can get about these subjects. A few comments, not many, but a few, were level-headed and conversation worthy some were so all, some were so far off the conspiracy theory trail i thought they were going to require a 4 by 4 with a winch to get them out of the ditch and some could be considered way far left so i'm going to do something i will probably never do again in this podcast or the group now the discussion forum on the tifton talks website is a bit different more on that later i'm going to bullet point the things we know at this point in regard to the allegations indictments and charges against trump Number one, Trump did take top-secret documents to his home in Mar-a-Lago where they were stored in a non-secure area. Number two, Trump did not have the right to take those documents regardless of his thoughts on the Presidential Records Act. He either misunderstands what that act allows him to do or he was getting bad advice or both. Three, He refused to give those records back when asked, which eventually led to the search warrant and the, quote, raid of his home. Four, Joe Biden also had documents he should not have had, but he willingly turned them over and worked with everyone to ensure they they were stored where they needed to be. Five, the same goes for Mike Pence. Six, Donald Trump did not explicitly tell the crowd gathered for his speech on January 6th to go attack the Capitol. However, he did encourage them to march to the Capitol and fight like hell for their country. Now, you're free to interpret that however you wish. His guilt or innocence will be determined by that trial in D.C. Trump did call Secretary of State of Georgia, 
Raffensperger and ask him to, quote, find 11,780 votes so he'd win the state. Whether he honestly believed that that was the case or he was trying to apply pressure is what will be determined in Trump's RICO trial. Trump's allies did go into Coffee County and illegally obtained voting data from the voting machines there. Does that make him guilty? Again, that will be determined in Trump's RICO trial. Did Hunter Biden use his father, with or without his father's blessing or knowledge, as leverage or clout to better himself while he was on the board of Burisma? If you read the transcripts of the committee's interview with Devin Archer without any bias, which I did, every bit of it, you can clearly see where Hunter was using his father for clout, but Joe Biden himself was not instrumental in Hunter's dealings. If anyone is at fault, it's Hunter Biden himself, not Joe. He was a terrible son. And number 10, and this one is all opinion on my part, so take it as such. In regard to the timing of all the indictments, and why now? Why not before? It's one of the reasons Trump is screaming interference into his campaign, labeling it all a witch hunt, and that Joe Biden is weaponizing the DOJ against his political opponent. My theory is this, and I'm not a lawyer. Don't even play one on the internet. They had to dot all their I's, cross all of their T's, and there was a lot of testimony and a lot of data to collect. The timing, to me, was not intentional. It landed where it landed. Again, you may disagree as is your right. But Biden is not directing Merrick Garland to do any of this. Garland, as far as I can see, is going out of his way to demonstrate that this entire situation is being approached openly, fairly, and above board. If you disagree, then that's fine, but apparently we are not watching and reading the same news coverage. My biggest beef with all of this is there are concerns and questions about how Trump acted after he lost the 2020 election. There are very good reports from people that were with him in the 2016 election that said that he was shocked that he won then. So it's not a stretch of the imagination that since he never likes to be a loser, he just could not fathom that he lost in 2020. And let's be clear, he lost by over 7 million votes. He pursued his loss through the courts as was his right, and in every case, he lost again. In any given election, we have a small percentage of what could be considered fraud. Someone casts their vote, then they vote again with their dead neighbor's name or a, a relative, whatever. That just happens. But it's so minute that it doesn't even matter. Like in this particular situation, at no point was there any evidence in the 2020 election that fraud was detected, discovered, or hell, even manufactured to the point that it would have shifted the winner from Biden to Trump? Bottom line, we all need to wait and see. We all have different views on the state of the country. Some view it as a complete crap show right now, and others see it as better now than we were four years ago. I'll even admit that there is a possibility that if the pandemic had not happened, Trump could have possibly won in 2020, but it did happen. And his reaction and handling of it, I believe, is what really put the nail in his re-election coffin. It's one thing to be a sore loser. It's completely another to lose and then be a sore criminal. 
Now, with all that said, this hopefully will be the last time this podcast will address this type of political hegemony. I do a completely different podcast where I discuss topics like like these and tech news and general life stories, et cetera. If you're interested in something like that, then email this podcast and let me know you'd like a link to that show. I don't want to promote it here, which is why I'm not saying the name of it. In the future, I want this podcast to be about Tifton, the great businesses and people in Tifton and the surrounding area, and the issues, political or otherwise, that affects all of us that live here. And that wraps it up for this episode of the Tifton Talks podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as I've enjoyed putting it together. As always, if you have something to share about this episode or any of the episodes of Tifton Talks, then email podcast at tiftontalks.com. If you have a suggestion for an upcoming episode, maybe a topic or something you'd like to see covered, again, drop us an email at podcast at tiftontalks.com. Again, I'd like to invite you to go over to tiftontalks.com. There is a forum there. I am still building it out. There you can actually log in without a real name. So if you want to be more anonymous, which I know in the Tifton Talks Facebook group, you can post anonymously. I can see who you are because I'm the admin, but nobody else can see you if you post anonymously. But I'd encourage you to to try those forums. I know I'm not going to sway everybody to move off of Facebook and come out of the group. That's the re- I'm not, I know that. It's, it's, it's a battle not, not worth fighting. All right. But I'm just giving you the option. Again, like I said, the, the whole goal of TiftonTalks.com is so that I can post articles, uh, try to keep you up to date on what's going on in the area, and, you know, maybe have some discussions over there that we may not want to have in the group. You know, it's up to you. But I'll leave you with these final words for this episode. We have this one spinning ball in space to live on. We have this one life. So make it count. Be friendly. Be neighborly. Be respectful. And above all, Be loving. You know, there's something great about towns in the South, like Tifton. We may have our little quirks, what town doesn't, but I think it's a great place to live, and I hope you agree. See you next time. (music) 